Welcome to the Dare to Multiply podcast. On this podcast, we help passionate Jesus followers become courageous, obedient disciples who impact their communities for the kingdom of God. I'm your host, Cynthia Anderson, a disciple multiplication coach and trainer. I'm going to show you how to make and multiply disciples in your area. God's got great things ahead for you. Let's dare to multiply. The day after Christmas. Wow. Merry Christmas to everyone. If I haven't had a chance to say that to you, but what do we do after Christmas? What's important to do in this season that is post Christmas, before the New Year's? What do, I just thought I'd share a little bit about what I usually do with this time, this important week. And uh, Boxing Day today, for those of you who are from uh, Great Britain and are listening, happy Boxing Day. I know my brother lives in the UK and it's a special day and um, a day for yeah, having fun with friends and different things that, that uh, those from the United Kingdom do on Boxing Day. So if you're a Brit, happy Boxing Day today. But I will be right back to talk about how to use this special week in between Christmas and New Year's. Are you busy but not seeing the fruit you long for? Dissatisfied with your present level of impact on those around you? Or frustrated with traditional methods of discipleship that don't seem to be effective? If so, the Getting Started in Disciple Making Movements course may be just what you need. Inside the Getting Started program, you'll get access to a step-by-step proven approach to making and multiplying disciples. Not only will you receive 25 short and practical video teachings spread out over six modules, but you'll have a chance to connect with others for group coaching via our monthly Zoom calls. And even more importantly, you'll become part of a global community of like-minded people from all over the world who are passionately committed to following Jesus and impacting others around them. If you want to get unstuck and begin moving forward as a disciple who makes disciples, I encourage you to go to courses.dmmsfrontiermissions.com and sign up for this powerful program today. And now to today's episode. All right, so how do we use this week in between Christmas and New Year's in the most effective way? What's important to do this week? And we're not going to make this a long uh, podcast today. These holiday ones are just short little snippets to give you something to think about um, as you're going about your day and the things that you're already doing as you're with family and um, on holiday. I hope many of you are But uh, what do I normally do? I thought I would share with you three things that I do in this week and that I'm going to be doing this week. The first one is you want to re-engage or follow up with those that you reached out to um, at Christmas time. Maybe you had a spiritual conversation with them. Maybe you had a a chance where you had a Christmas program. I know we, we did a program with a bunch of autistic kids and their families in our community. How can you re-engage with those people that you touched over the Christmas buildup and during Christmas season? Uh, One of the things that I see that churches do a lot is they have big programs and they get tons of new contacts and lots of people's little cards they fill out. And then they wait quite a while until everybody's done with their Christmas holidays to contact that people. And really the the lead, if you want to say, that person has kind of gone cold. 
whatever they heard, whatever they were reflecting on in that Christmas program or that Christmas conversation, that spiritual conversation you had about the holidays has kind of gone cold. And so you want to be sure to, if there were particular people, at least pause and pray and say, Lord, is there anybody that I need to follow up on before I kind of slip into complete holiday rest mode? And be sensitive to what the Holy Spirit might say if there are people that you need to have further conversation with because um, maybe God started to work in their lives and you want to take the temperature and find out if there's anything further that needs to be done while that's still fresh in their heart. So re-engage with those people who you were talking to about Jesus in the lead up to Christmas or um, even in a Christmas program or Christmas Day uh, celebration that you had re-engage. Second thing is rest. It is so important that we as Christians learn how to rest. There's not, you know, life is more than just work. And we are human beings, not human doings, right? As we all say, and I know it's a trite cliche, but there's some truth there, right? We need to stop and rest. It's been a busy time. You've had a lot on your plate. You've had a lot going on stop and rest, take a day off, kick your feet up, you know, and enjoy playing games with your kids, do things with family. I know I have a lot of people from Africa and Asia listening and um, my Chinese friends, you guys are such doers, rest, take time over this week to just relax and um, enjoy you know, enjoy rest, enjoy your home, enjoy your garden if you have one, enjoy your family, your friends, and um, take time to rest. Don't always just be having a lot of people over even during this season, which is fun, but take time to have downtime in this week. I'm going to be doing that for sure this week. So rest, rest is a good thing. It's commanded in scripture, right? Rest was something God created for us to enjoy. So take time to rest. And then the third thing I would say is as we approach the new year, another thing that I will definitely be doing is taking time to reflect, to look back. Before I start to look forward, and I'll be talking about that on the next podcast, how we look forward, how to hear from God, what he wants for the new year. But before you look forward, it's important to look back, take time to look back and just ask the Lord, Lord, um, anything you want to say to me about 2023 and um, all that went on, the, the struggles, the trials you faced, the difficulties you went through, the joys, the highlights, the breakthroughs, the growth areas. Take time to reflect and ask the Holy Spirit to just reveal to you anything he wants to say about what happened this past year. I just feel like that's so important and many people miss that. They rush straight to New Year's resolutions and new goals for the, the coming year, and they don't pause to really ask themselves, what did I learn last year? How have I grown in this past year? What is it that um, is different about me? Uh, one question I always ask myself, will be asking myself this week is, am I closer to Jesus now than I was at the beginning of the year? Do I know him better? In what ways have I gotten closer to God this year? In what ways have I drifted from him? 
and really asking yourself those, those kinds of questions um, can highlight things that will also really help you as you head into New Year's goals and New Year's planning and things that, that you do want to make space for um, in the coming, coming days as well. So short, I told you this would be short, re-engage at least with those key people that God highlights to you that seemed really open and receptive as you were reaching out to people and having these conversations over Christmas time. Re-engage, take the temperature, check in to see what God might be doing. And um, if there's fruit to pick, pick it, bring them in. If there's someone who's ready to receive Christ, go ahead and see if you can invite them into that kingdom, uh, into the kingdom of God. If if they you maybe aren't you aren't ready to have that discovery Bible study because you're busy with family, you can go ahead and just call and make the appointment, you know, so that you can say, hey, I would love to have a conversation with you in the new year. I'm going to be starting this group of uh, people who are going to be reading the Bible together. Would you like to join us? We're going to start, you know, and then name the date and get the appointment set now. But then you can delay and pause so you can follow up later. So re-engage, rest, take some time to just do nothing. <laughs> take some time after you've cleaned up your house. At least I'm going to have to clean up my house after our big party we had yesterday. Uh, clean up your house, do what you got to do, but then take time to rest and then reflect, reflect back on 2023 and all that God's done in your life, all that's happened. And um, I like to journal, write down some notes and things that are going to help guide you as you then begin to look forward. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful, restful week. And um, yeah, if you've got some things you need to box up to give to the poor, that's what Boxer's Day is all about, cleaning out your house and all the stuff you don't need and giving it away to those who are more needy than you. Go ahead and do that too. God bless you guys. We'll see you. Um, I'll be right back actually in a minute and uh, I'll give you an action step to do. Imagine a world where passionate followers of Jesus come together to multiply, transforming lives beyond imagination. Instead of toiling with little fruit, what if God's abundance flowed beyond your wildest dreams? Picture those you've invested in sharing Jesus freely, creating a ripple effect of disciple-making. In her new book, The Multiplier's Mindset, Cynthia Anderson reveals how shifting mindsets can revolutionize disciple-making. When Cynthia and her colleagues experienced these mindset shifts, they saw enormous results including the launching of 19 multiplying movements in African and Asia, transforming tens of thousands of lives. This book will help you discover hidden harvesters, see church members move from passivity to passion, and release the power of simplicity in multiplying disciples. Don't remain stuck. Learn to move toward greater fruitfulness. Visit MultipliersMindset.com and get your copy of The Multipliers Mindset today. All right, so here's your action step as you go through this week. I want to encourage you as you're reflecting to ask someone close to you this question. Say, what do you think is different about me now than at the start of the year? What have you noticed has changed in me? Just ask your, if you're married, ask your spouse, or you can ask your kids or ask a close friend, but get some outside feedback as you are reflecting that can help you have perspective. There may be things God's done in you and changes in you that they've seen and noticed that you haven't noticed about yourself, 
for good or for bad, right? And we need to to know about those things so that again, as we head into the new year, those are those are part of the the thought process as we go forward. Okay, so ask somebody that question. What's changed about me? What do you think is different about me um, now from a year ago? And uh, see what kind of feedback you get. You may be surprised. All right, God bless you guys. Uh, as you continue to go through this season of reflection and forward looking and goal setting, we are going to talk more about disciple making. This is what the podcast is about. Dare to multiply, not about how to set goals for the new year, but Setting goals related to disciple making is important, and we'll talk about that more on our next episode. God bless you guys. Have a wonderful week ahead. That's all we've got for this episode of the Dare to Multiply podcast. One thing that would really help both us and other new potential listeners is for you to rate this show and leave a comment in iTunes, on Spotify, YouTube, or wherever you tune in to listen. Also, make sure to link up with us at dmmsfrontiermissions.com slash blog on social media. And please just share, share, share this podcast with anyone you think might enjoy it. Until next time, remember, God's dreams for us are always bigger than we can imagine.